Hey friends, you're listening to Go Home Bob or You're Drunk, an irreverent media podcast. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. everybody welcome to go home bible you're drunk the official podcast of the antichrist of the book of revelation i'm tori former evangelical now i don't know part-time atheist podcaster slash the bible is interesting in weird ways and disturbing in weird ways and is not for children that's why i'm here mm-hmm. i also have a co-host yeah my name is justin i'm a former pastor a former uh, a member of the priesthood of believers Possibly a member of the 144,000, maybe. Who can say? No, you didn't make the cut, I, sweetheart. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bowing out. Neither of us would have I'm made I'm bowing the cut. out of that. <laughs> Perfect. 12 times 12. Give up your spot per- for somebody. Give up your spot for somebody who wants to go to heaven. Yeah. Because that place sounds they, like crap. They can have it. That giant square in the sky. The Borg cube for Jesus. I know. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, I, that's, I used to do that. I and I was a 90s youth group kid as well. So heavily invested in the book of Revelation. Mm, yes, for years, many, years. many years. And now I have a podcast about the Bible, wherein we are fascinated by it, repulsed by it. I think we allow ourselves the full range of natural emotions that humans should feel when reading this book. That's how I feel about it. So yeah, yeah, I like it. So, so, um, yeah, yeah, today we're, I think we're (laughs) hesitant. I think we're hesitant (laughs) today. Um, we decided to do the thing we did facing our fears. Yes. Um, so today, uh, if you're tuning in, we are going to be talking about the book of revelation or the book of revelations. If you want to be sassy about it, but Revelation, I think, is uh, a more common term. So I, I guess here I just want to start before as as a way to hesitate actually talking about what's in the book. <laughs> Tori, could you just tell me your experience with this book of Revelation? What what was it to you growing up as you were deconstructing? Yeah, man, uh, so I'm tr- I was trying to think about like the first time I remember hearing like hearing and kind of understanding what the book of revelation was, I probably was like, not, not understanding the content, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not understanding the content, but like having, having like my mom would sort of like pause and like talk about different parts of it, which was kind of annoying. Cause it made, it made like morning devotions that much longer, mm-hmm. but um, you know, whatever. I feel like people, 
people who read the Bible often usually like to hear themselves talk a lot, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we had a little, you know, when there, when, when we got to the part about one of the things that really stood out to me, right. It was like, it was like the, 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 whatever the angels that were covered in eyes. Yeah. And I was like, no, thanks. That sounds like a horror movie. And it really does. Like, right. Like they have eyes are, eyes are creepy anyway. Like just mm -hmm. generally speaking, right. Like they're not in, they're not, they're not inherently not creepy. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, and and it's also like it's a really sensitive area of your body too. So it's like you, you like if you have one in your armpit. Yeah, like you don't like you get sweat in your armpit eye. I don't want to like I don't want to examine my eyes really up close. You know, they just they're oh, not uh -huh, they're not interesting. Uh -huh. They're just things I don't really. Yeah, I don't I don't want to deal with honestly. God, can you imagine? Anyway, yeah. yeah. So there was that. I was like, "This is this sounds horrible." There were all of the gemstones that get talked about that sounded really cool because I'm I've always my entire life have been just like obsessed with color, and my sister thinks I have like some form of synesthesia or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but yeah. So for me, I had a pretty vivid picture in my mind of like what heaven was going to be like i've told this story before so i don't have to tell it again but i told my mom at one point i was like i don't know if i want to go to there mm -hmm. and she's like well you can just wait outside the gate <laughs> that's what Thanks. she said that's what she said i don't know if i gate. remember that for part of all the story. of eternity <laughs> for all of eternity just wait outside the gate we don't want you here anyway you know i mean if enough cool people were outside the gate i'd be fine like, I'd be fine. Well, this is kind of the thing, right? Because, like, we're going to get into it a little bit later. But, like, the Revelation, at least, is very clear that it's people from all over the planet. And, like, Trump MAGA evangelicals think that there's, like, a white's entrance and a colored entrance mm -hmm. to heaven. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even know why you want to go here. Yeah. I. <laughs> this does not sound like a good time for you. If Bible heaven is real... The majority of people that will be there are people of color. In spite of yeah. white Christians, like, insistence on killing everyone who's not them. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it's just, yeah. So, yeah, I, I will be the minority in heaven for sure. And, like, I don't understand why that appeals to any white Christian nationalists. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, actually, I think this is why they try to appropriate Norse mythology. Cause they're like, well, at least this is white. Like they're, they're just, you know, which is really a shame. Cause I like a lot about Norse paganism, but you know, yeah. Yeah. If I was going to pick a religion for myself, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. probably where I would have gone. Yeah. So I just really came to the conclusion that heaven sounded uh, much like the Silmarillion. I've realized mm -hmm. cause I've cracked it open. I was like, I am, simultaneously bored and like scared shitless and that is what heaven sounds like to me mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know how you can pull that off it's very impressive a as a feat. god made of gemstones and lightnings surrounded by eye monsters like <laughs> and and you just sing the same song oh yeah like you did, they're just yelling holy 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 is the lord god almighty like all the time are we yelling it in hebrew I'm assuming I'm probably God's some language. angelic dialect Enochian, uh, fair, I think. Fair. You know, okay. so yeah, no, thanks. I want an English speaking afterlife, please. I don't. 
Yeah. So, I don't want to have to learn another um, language yeah. when I die. Oh my God. Can you imagine? We should start telling people that. It's like, you should probably just learn Spanish now because they're going to have to learn it when you get to heaven. <laughs> There's going to be a whole lot of Spanish speakers in heaven. Jeez. More than you, yeah, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> and then obviously like the Left Behind series came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And so I was pretty obsessed with those, but it, it was mostly just because there was very, there was very little like christian literature to read Mm -hmm. like christian fiction to read there was not a ton of that uh there's probably a lot more now i have not looked and i know that i will be absolutely mortified and i also know that when i look i'm going to use ai to start writing a like ya christian teen novel and just sell it under like some fake name and like make a bunch of money Mm -hmm. so because the 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 standards are quite low like i actually i actually did realize i'm like secret goal of mine i want to be in like a christian film like i want to act in like a christian film because (laughs) you don't have to be good Mm -hmm. and i think that this would be amazing so anyway they might make you sign a faith statement but here's the thing here's the yeah when you don't have faith you can just lie (laughs) it's not lying because it's magic isn't real it's not real i'll believe this for a day (laughs) sure Oh man. Anyway, yeah. I uh there's there's a lot more Christian movies and all that music, the weird music you told me you were you used to listen to. Oh yes. The so, Book of Revelation inspired or some shit. Yes. So I mean, again, like youth group in the nineties, you know, we had um I don't know if you well, you did you kind of had a youth group ish, like Yeah. Definitely. We used to, we used mean, to like cosplay persecution times, you know, like so oh we like probably about once a year we would like have like an underground church or something where like so like the church I was at like had a lot of property and there was like an old farmhouse that was on it that we would use to house missionaries but there was like a barn and stuff too and so sometimes no like once a year like we would like meet in the barn you know but like oh you you can't come in a large group you can only come like two at a time and there's a password and you have to go down in there you know and like do like candles and stuff and you know like sing a song quietly and then like oh no there's someone at the door and like oh like it wasn't it wasn't we did it wasn't so extreme like there was the cops or something but it was like you know, oh, these are other believers, and oh, there's a piece of scripture they have. Let's read it. You know, like oh man, yeah. So oh, like, gosh, a whole thing, and that was probably one. You know, so like it was just it was in the air. Um, mm-hmm. There was this band I would listen to that Tori you t- referenced. I I was like sh- sending you these because I I was listening to it in preparation for this episode. Get in the headspace, and then I just realized how awful it was. Like it was this band, um, Savior Machine. Some of you may know them. They were like a Christian goth rock, and uh, the music itself, I will say, it still slaps. Like, but okay, the lyrics, are the lyrics are just like messed up, messed up. Like it's, it is like, it is an alt-right MAGA, Jesus is coming to kill all the bad people version of Jesus. Yeah. Like, and they're just jerking themselves off to it. Yeah, for for sure. Like, you know, the pale horse is going to come and destroy everybody. And, you know, this is for God's glory kind of thing. Um, Yeah, they, Mm. that band, Mm. like in the 90s, they put out like a, well, it was funny. It was in three parts, but part three was two CDs. As you do. As you do. It was like a full five hours of music if you listen to it Jesus. all the way through. Um, That's crazy. 
Yeah, nuts. But like, and again, like, how do you get funding for this? It was only uh, anyway. So yeah, it was a crazy. Somebody's grandparent died. Yeah, and they just decided to make this passion project of like the worst version of Jesus you could find in the Book of Revelation. Oh so, God. So yeah, I mean, it was just it was just kind of in the air, and you know, and I think the older I got, the the more I was like, Revelation's kind of weird, and I just I just kind of like, you kind of just I don't know like. I feel like there's one of two things that happens in evangelical spaces is mm. you kind of forget that it's there. Yeah. Or it's the, basically the only book of the Bible that matters. Like I feel like there's not much in between really. And yeah, so I kind of was just like, Oh, let's just pretend it's not there. I'll take the, like, I think Martin Luther tried to get it removed from the canon. And, yeah he and, did that was the one thing i agree with him on <laughs> yeah i was like that yeah um he also tried to get the book of james removed because it disagreed with his theology that's not oh, so cool but yikes. revelation removing that like yeah for sure like i i'm fine just tossing this book into the dustbin of history yeah i yeah totally i think that it's I think that you're right about the fact that it's like you forget you forget it's there. You become kind of obsessed with it. Like it doesn't seem like there's much of like a, a middle ground, I guess. But I feel like over time, for me at least, as it became pretty much worthless as like for theological reasons, <laughs> being mm-hmm. worthless theologically, it became a lot more interesting as a piece of literature. And yeah, I don't know. It's like I I realized I was like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm totally I'm totally going to get a tattoo that's mm-hmm. inspired by the book of Revelation and it's going to be fucking awesome. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't feel like I'm appropriating anything. That's true. <laughs> Cuz this shit is great. Like sorry. I feel like the Bible is just public domain at this point. Oh, yeah, that's fair. You can just but- there's no appropriation. Like, Does that mean it's like not a holy book anymore? I, I think so. It's not a holy set book. Set it on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be so wasteful. So I... I need this thing so that we can record these episodes. It's true. So, and 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 it's... I've heard some crazy stuff. Like, it, it. I feel like it's because it is so... I guess I'll get into this rant now. Okay. Before we even start. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure the book of Revelation meant a great deal to the people it was written to. And I'm sure they understood most of the symbolism. Like, similar to how, like, when we watch The Matrix, we kind of get the symbolism and the and the cultural commentary and whatnot. You know, well, a lot of people don't. It turns out a lot well, of fascists. Uh, yeah, don't that get was a bad. It, but... That was actually a bad one. Because uh, yeah, well, actually, no, no it, it is good. It is good, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when it first, when the Matrix first came out in the '90s, I knew what that red pill was. Like mm-hmm. everyone did, and then like mm-hmm. you know, twenty, thirty years later, now like oh, the red pills, this, oh, the red, oh, I've been red pilled, you know? And it's like people are appropriating it and kind of creating their own meaning that has nothing to do with anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or it actually goes very against the film. The same with the book of Revelation. Like yeah, within within a hundred years, mm-hmm. we have written a lot of debate over what it even meant. Like, and so I kind of feel like 
2000 years later, mm-hmm. whatever meaning was in there is functionally useless. And I think it's a nice tool to like have someone read and then they tell me what it means. It's like a Rorschach test. It like tells me their biases. Oh, truly. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But other than that, I just find it to be like because the actual meaning is completely lost to history, like right. almost immediately. Yeah. And I mean, and we can go back and I, I mean, I'll share a few nuggets that, you know, <laughs> here and there. But it's just like when it comes down to it, like as a whole, like knowing what the fuck John was talking about when he was on Patmos, possibly tripping balls. Like, yeah, there's just not there's not it's functionally useless. That's really all yeah, I can say. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, like, I, I completely, I completely agree. It, just, it becomes worthless as a piece of theology. Mm hmm. But like we've said a million times on here before, like when parts of the Bible become useless as theology, they they legitimately come more become more interesting in other ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, because you don't have to use that like black and white literal lens that they apply to everything. Yes. <laughs> Which is nice. So yeah. we're going to we're going to try the we're going to do the deconstructed people's version of the book of Revelation. We're going to mm-hmm. take a stab at it. We're going to see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, Tori, do you want to start us? And sure. we can we're we're gonna just to prepare people, we're gonna be going we're gonna attempt to do chapters one through seven, which is the way we're breaking up the book of Revelation because it keeps this to three episodes. Um <laughs> also keeping an eye on the time. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I don't like I don't I don't actually I don't know how long this is necessarily gonna take. I guess there's there, but like the 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 thing starts out, it starts out with like John's cover letter, like, what's up, bitches? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chapter um, one, what's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're never in a million years going to guess what I have for you here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, basically, John has a vision or several visions, one or one of the two, where he's... Um, in his head, at least kind of taken up to heaven to like, see what Jesus is going to do. And I don't know. It's not, it's hard to like write when you're tripping balls. So like, maybe that was what was happening. Maybe it wasn't, it's hard to say, but so John jumps right in and he starts writing to these, the first couple chapters, the seven churches in Asia, mm-hmm. which I mean, there's some interesting things in here. There's some, really kind of messed up theology in here. There's all kinds of, of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And he kind of like does this thing where it's, he feels a lot like it feels a lot like when you accidentally reply all like, that's what this feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also like the Jesus that shows up, I will say in like chapter one is like, or the Jesus, maybe angel. And I also should say like the John, mm-hmm. maybe John, the apostle, like I think the, the scholarly not. way to address him is just John of Patmos mm-hmm. with a wink. But like, I mean, cr- most scholars don't think it was that John, but sure, yeah, that's it, it could be feel. that it's feel your the, feels. John of Patmos. That's who it was. Yeah, he's like, I'm holding seven golden lampstands and seven stars. And like, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Oh, wait, no, I am. 
I'm going to reveal oh, the man. mystery. The stars are angels. Oh, God. Yeah, truly. Um, and the lampstands are churches. Here we go. Like, it's just like. <laughs> it's like the lampstands are churches. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, and, and again, like, I've, I've, I've been high before. Like, <laughs> if I had seven lampstands in my bedroom while I was tripping balls, I might think they were churches, too. Like it's you never know. You never know. Sometimes your teeth turn into Christmas lights. Yep. There's just no way to know. (laughs) And sometimes someone reaches into your back of your head and mucks around (laughs) in your brain. Not that that's happened to me before. Oh, yeah. But it's like you kind of can't go back sometimes, depending on what kind of drugs you're doing. Yeah. Um, So john says i was in the spirit on the lord's day that's how he kind of starts this off this is where i got this message and he's like basically i heard a voice that said write this down in a book (laughs) and send it to the seven churches he lists the seven churches and uh so john then in 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 the spirit i guess turns around and he sees seven golden lampstands and in the midst of the lampstands one like a son of man so could be Jesus, could be an angel. There's, I guess, no way to know really mm-hmm. who this is. <laughs> but uh, the hairs of his head were white like wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet mm-hmm. were like burnished bronze. It just sounds hot. Just sounds like like very warm. Yeah, warm and, and Jesus. The, and the yeah the the bronze refined in a furnace is like it's molten bronze. So it's like <laughs> its feet are glowing like hot metal (laughs) it's lava lava jesus yeah the floor Um, is lava Um, yeah yeah truly uh it says so in his right hand he held seven stars and from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword i do like using the two-edged sword bit on Mm -hmm. evangelicals because i'm like i can use this shit too guys yeah and his face was like the sun shining in full strength. So yeah, he just sounds very hot. Sounds uh, maybe maybe even maybe even like solar like solar radiation hot. Mm-hmm. Yes, this yeah, this is a this is a it's damaging to stand next to him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're gonna burn your retinas. Mm-hmm. So John just like flops on the floor because he's like, oh shit, I'm about to die. Which fair, I guess fair. Like, again, <laughs> if I was tripping balls and this creature showed up, I would like, probably flop, I'd flop on the floor, too. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, this doesn't necessarily seem like a great trip. Not yeah, a great this, start to a trip, anyway. No, this is a bad trip. <laughs> this is um, maybe the worst trip. Oh, God. Yeah. So John's, like, pretending to be dead. And <laughs> Jesus is like, fear not. I'm the first and the last. The living one. I died and behold, I am alive forevermore. Mm-hmm. And I have the keys to death and Hades. Like you literally can't this. die around me. <laughs> I have the keys to death and Hades. I have I have so many thoughts about this, but I kind of love it. Really, Hades, especially like being a Greek construction. Yeah. Or I don't know, construct. Yeah, a lot of appropriation here, like Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. images and metaphors, and this is you know little bits and bobs that people would understand, but like not Jewish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Jesus goes, write these things down again. Like, didn't you just you just said that and send it to the seven churches? 
It's like, as for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand. Yeah, this is like the part where it's like, it's a mystery. <laughs> nope, it's not. We revealed it two verses later. Oh, God. Uh, and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Okay, so unnecessary. It's just angels and churches, guy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. So, oh, but this is actually interesting. And I have never, I've read this book many times. I have never noticed this before. It doesn't mm-hmm. say, it says to the angel of the church in Ephesus and mm-hmm. Smyrna. I never remember how to pronounce that. Yeah. And Pergamum and Sardis. It, Ephesus. They're yeah, all written like, to the angel of the church. Yeah. And the church is the lampstand and the angel is the star. And so it's like to the angel. <laughs> Which again, like that, that makes it seem even more of like a "oops, accidentally replied all." This yeah. was not supposed to go to everybody. Yeah, and then like, like, does every church have an angel? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Only the special, only the special churches in Asia have an yeah. angel. The seven churches in Asia get yeah. angels. The seven, the seven special churches, mm-hmm. angel churches of Asia. Yeah. And then like, I mean, if you've read the Bible, honestly, you're like, what the fuck is Smyrna? Like, why are you special? Yeah, because it's like, we don't know where these places are anymore, like off the top of our heads, right? It's like, I vaguely know where Ephesus is. And I took like, at least 13 or 14 years of Bible classes with like maps and shit. Yeah. But yeah, so first, first letter that goes out to everybody, but is specifically for Ephesus is where is where Jesus slash the son of man jumps off. And I don't think that we necessarily need to get into every single one of these in terms of like what is in them. Yeah, I I, I think it's interesting, though, that it's like, hey, like you used to be great. This is the church in Ephesus. But now you've like fucked it up. But the one thing you do right is you hate the Nicolaitans like. That's the one thing you still do right. And like, I don't know who those people are. I think they're people. I'm assuming they're people. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. And he goes like, which I also hate. I'm like, mm, what, but what if I'm a Nicolaitan? Yeah, they hmm. were. They were like a group that I think they were mostly like a Gnostic group. Oh, okay. I mean, it's similar to like Pelagianism, like okay. in, in that, like, we know that they were, quote, heretics. But the, like, they've been effectively destroyed, <laughs> so it's hard to yeah. even know exactly what was wrong with oh, them. I see. Other than that, they were heretics. I think they may have been some kind of Gnostics or some kind of, or even some kind of like, you know, what we do in this life doesn't matter. But we don't, at least I don't really know uh, much, other than just almost like smear campaigns against them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did they actually? you know do like ritual prostitution or you know like sounds fun um or or like you know because they used to call communion the love feast like did did it devolve into an orgy with the nicolaitans or is that just like something people said about them to make them seem bad which i think yeah i don't know yeah yeah definitely yeah so apparently jesus hates the nicolaitans and then he Mm -hmm. says he ends all these he who has an ear to hear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Unfortunately, you can't hear that with your ears. So yeah, um, if it's a if it's small a, problem, yeah, if it's a spirit voice, your ears are irrelevant. You don't need them. 
So uh, second letter is to the church in Smyrna. I will say I do. I do like this one. <laughs> I do like this one part at the very beginning where he's like, I know your tribulation and your poverty in parentheses, but you were rich. And the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan, because this makes me think of evangelicals like mm-hmm. like Jews for Jesus. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the synagogue of Satan. That's the synagogue of Satan is actually those like who white call themselves Jews and are real and really are not. Like you know, I, I think if we were to call Jewish impersonators or people that cosplay as Jewish the synagogue of Satan, I would be fine with this. <laughs> oh man yeah so i'm like okay wait i i like that that's pretty funny actually and it's it is funny because it's like those are the people that tend to be the most obsessed with this book yeah ironically enough so there's also that (laughs) anyway he says don't fear what you're about to suffer the devil is about to throw some of you in prison okay (laughs) you may be tested and for 10 days you will have tribulation that seems tall. 10 days seems doable compared to like the rest of this fucking book. Like I I've take lived 10 my days. entire adulthood in capitalism. <laughs> 10 days of suffering sounds great. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. He's like, but you remain faithful to death and I will give you the crown of life. And then anyway, church in Pergamum, Pergamum. That's fun to say. I don't know why <laughs> I've always thought that. I don't know if it's an ADHD thing or maybe other thing, but there are some words sometimes or names that I just like just sound great to me that I will just keep repeating over and over again. Maybe oh, I don't this know is that I weird... repeat them, but like Tolkien has a lot of words, names. Yeah. With, names. Like a nice mouthfeel. Yeah. Just, I hate it... saying mouthfeel because it has the worst mouthfeel of any yeah. word. That is, you know, mouthfeel. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. It's not good. It's no. bad. <laughs> But it describes um, a thing that is good. It does. Yeah. No, I, I really like, I, I feel like there are certain authors, Tolkien and Kane Jemison is another one who's got like these yes. names that just are lovely to like say. And yes. I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Pergamum. It's like not up there with, with either of those authors, but it's fun. It's a fun mm-hmm. one. I like. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jesus is mad. I know where you, uh, I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. <laughs> Okay, so Satan's throne is in Pergamum, guys, which this I think is, means that we need to go and check this out. It's just 90, these these letters are 90% shade. Like, <laughs> Oh, truly. Yeah. Like, it's and like, sass, too. Like, this is sassy. Like, why is Jesus so passive aggressive? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I know where you live, where Satan's throne is. <laughs> oh, man. So then he invokes Balaam. Balaam. Yes. And, you know, that was the talking donkey guy. Mm-hmm. So he gets a he gets a shout out for reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the Nicolaitans get uh, get some more shade, too. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. he's he's very mad at the Nicolaitans. So uh, he goes, tells Pergamum, you need to repent or the angel of the church of Pergamum, which I'm like, why does an angel need to repent? I have questions anyway. And then he kind of wraps this one up with to the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will give him a white stone with the new mm-hmm. name written on that stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. This is really funny because, because in Mormonism you get a new name and that you're not allowed to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. that's fun. Okay. And again, like I'll just say the footnote about these white stones. <laughs> Almost all of these weird terms in Revelation start with a number of different suggestions have been made as to what this means. 
because nobody actually knows right like right no one alive today knows what this shit means (laughs) like i'll choose to take a feat um (laughs) um i would say thyatira is one that has a good mouthfeel to me yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Are we um, are we just going to go back and measure the churches by mouthfeel? Like uh maybe no. Ephesus is meh, whatever. No, Pergamum. For sure. Sardis. I don't like Sardis. Philadelphia is a fun word to say. Mm-hmm. Thyatira though. Jesus is he knows that their works but that the latter works succeed the first. Except his complaint is you tolerate that was woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my service, my servants to practice sexual immorality and eat food. I don't think Jezebel did that, sir. Um, um, also she's dead. She's so. been dead. See <laughs> a few episodes dead. ago. She's been dead a while. Yeah. Yeah. Which the food sacrifice to idols is funny because like, in Corinthians, Paul has this whole big thing about how, like, it's not a big deal if food's mm-hmm. sacrificed to idols, unless right. someone thinks that food sacrificed to idols is a bad thing, then you might make them stumble. So it's best not to eat it, but it's not a big deal. Like, pick a side, pick, pick one. And then, like, the Jerusalem <laughs> Council is like, yeah, you better not, especially don't drink blood, you know? And it's like, oh which, which is it? Does it matter or does it not? Uh, apparently now it does or at least in Thyatira um, it does if Jezebel recommends it it's a problem <laughs> I he's like he, yeah he gets kind of like snippy he's like I gave her time to repent but she refuses <laughs> like okay <Yeah. laughs> then he goes behold I'll throw her onto a sick bed okay mm, I mean okay. it sounds gross but uh, okay, I guess. I, somebody's uh, those, into that, though. Like, I, I'm Surely somebody is. And then he says, those who commit adultery with her, I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead. Not necessary, actually. You see, mm-hmm. you see no. You don't need to do that. Uh, yeah, leave her the kids, kids are out fine. of it, Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, and he goes, all the churches will know that I'm the one who searches mind and heart, and I will give to each of you according to your works. Mm. But Martin Luther didn't like that one. Mm -hmm. Karl Marx picked up something like that. (laughs) The other great Satan. Yes. (laughs) Karl Marx. (laughs) Each according to their need. Yeah. And then he's like, so hold fast to what you have until I come. (laughs) BRB. I'm not. I'm not returning. Okay. Until Hold fast I until, until I come. I... <laughs> Got it, Jesus. Can do. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The one who conquers and keeps my works until the end. To him, I will give authority over the nations. You gross puke. And he yeah. will rule them with a rod of iron. Nope. Don't like that. As and when like earthen pots jars, are broken in pieces. Break... Yeah. No. Thanks. Ew. Mm-mm. I no, prefer skip. the deep secrets of Satan. Um, Pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so I feel like we're I feel like we're plugging away here. We're moving Church along here in Sardis. I Sardis, feel like Sardis has an okay mouthfeel. Yeah, it does for sure. 
Jesus again, just getting real nasty for no for no apparent reason. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Oh, Jesus just said get woke and yeah. strengthen what remains and is about and is about to die. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. It's like yeah. so. Even if you do get woke, you're still gonna die. So don't worry about it. Really. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. My my translation says, "I know your deeds that you have a reputation that you are alive, but in reality, you are dead." <laughs> I don't. What kind of dead are we talking about here? Because <laughs> he's like, keep doing stuff, but you're dead now too. So get um, woke. Yeah. God. What else does he say here? I have found your works. I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know what hour I come. Ag- I will come against you. <laughs> I'm going to come like a thief. Great. Okay. <laughs> Love this. Love this for me, Jesus. The one who conquers guy. will be clothed in white garments. And I will never blot his name out of the book of life. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that was that was always really freaky though like as a kid it was like the book of life was a very scary thing oh yeah yeah you don't want to get your name blotted out of the book of life no definitely not that's like something like your grandmammy threatens you with like truly yeah yeah. it was just like your name blotted out of the book of life Mm -hmm. it's rapture anxiety all over again yeah yeah what if it already is blotted out of the book of life there's no way to know you can't check it Mm -hmm. so well if you silly Again, like my translation, the, but the one who conquers will be dressed in white. So I suppose you must conquer to make sure that Jesus will never erase your name from the book of life. But conquer what? I, I don't know. Jezebel, like. Sin, Satan. The the thief that comes in the night. I don't know. Again, very unclear. We don't know what this book means because it, it doesn't. It's words. It's, it's a word just, salad. It's a word salad. It's all vibes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Church of Philadelphia, the words of the Holy One, the true one who has the key of David, oh, who this opens is my and favorite. no one will shut, this who is shuts my... and no one opens. Okay, yeah. this is See, your favorite of the churches? Well, no, letters? this is my favorite, like, because like every one of these starts with like, this is the Lord who tests you like whatever. This is the Lord, you know, who knows your deeds. This one, especially this particular translation, this is the NET. This is my favorite introduction for the Lord. This is the solemn pronouncement of the Holy One, the true one who holds the key of David, who opens doors no one can shut and shuts doors no one can open. <laughs> what? Cool. What a flex. Cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. Love this for you. Like, and, then, um, and, then, and then he goes, I know your deeds. Look. I have put in front of you an open door that no one can shut. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like. He's just, I don't, maybe he's an engineer. Maybe he just really likes I can make doors no one can open. <laughs> it's, it's like the dwarves. Wall. It's like the dwarves. You, you don't, you can't see, you can't see the, the doors when they're shut. So that's yeah. why he's got to keep it open. Mm, um, the way is shut. Yes, exactly. Mm, I know you have but little power, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. This is the one that everybody's like, hmm, this is what they always talk about in church. Yeah. American Christians talking about you have little power. Get mm-hmm. fucked. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews, but are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will make them come down and bow before your feet and they will learn that I have loved you. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, That's yeah, how love cool. works. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> you just like rub it in people's faces. Yeah. If you make That's them love usually... you, they'll love you. Totally. This is like, stop putting your sexuality in my face, Jesus. Gosh. Yeah. So I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. That was, that was, that's a nice promise. Mm -hmm. I'm coming soon. Hold fast to what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. This makes no sense. Mm -hmm. A lot of conquering. Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) So much conquering and coming in this particular, (laughs) for my taste. Yeah, that's a, I don't know, maybe that should be the episode title. (laughs) Yeah, conquering and coming. (laughs) revelation okay so yeah uh again these they get a new name as well yes Um, i was gonna say again get new names but they don't get a magic rock but they're a pillar question mark in in the temple of my god okay pillar i don't want to be a pillar we are gonna see what this temple looks like later and i don't want to be a pillar in that (laughs) temple no no no, i don't want to fly on a wall i don't want to be a pillar no Nope, none uh, of the things. I, I will say too, just because it's been, been mentioned twice, the synagogue of Satan thing. Like it's fake Jews. Fake Jews, which modern day Christians like kind of Wanna carelessly be. apply to all Jews sometimes. Um Oh, 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 I see. Oh yeah, we're the real Jews. <laughs> yeah, like we Christians are the real Jews and all actual Jews are the fake of the synagogue of Satan, which um mm-hmm. Billy Graham somewhat famously in a private conversation he had with richard nixon um, who recorded fucking every conversation he ever had (laughs) and it was later leaked that billy graham referred to all jews in america as part of the synagogue of satan Um, wrong so which yes incorrect billy graham was not a good person and was anti-semitic yeah and but but again but again, just think when, about it was his time. Just you can't be mad at him for being anti-Semitic. Yeah, it was just the times. It was just the time. And Richard Nixon, you can't be mad at him for trying to, you know, the whole Watergate thing. It was Steal the time. an election, right? You know. Like you can't hold him accountable for that shit. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're just we're just kicking <laughs> it back to Richard Nixon times. So, yeah. So when you litter your holy book with phrases like "synagogue of Satan," two thousand years later, people will. Fuck that up. Be bigots. Yeah. So if you're going to write a holy book, <laughs> try to be pretty clear about when you're using these kind of things. Just FYI. yeah, yeah, truly. And I think regardless of how clear you are, two thousand years later, it's not going to hold up. Yeah, it's really not. So just don't write holy books. There we go. Problem solved. Yeah. Solutions. Okay, I'm going to say the Church of Laodicea mm-hmm. may have the best mouthfeel. I think so. Laodicea, I like I've always mm-hmm. liked that one. They're yep. just and also when you look at it, it doesn't look like it has as many syllables as it does, and then it mm-hmm. kind of surprises you. It's I, deceptive. Yeah. I think best mouthfeel goes to the Church of Laodicea. Perfect. Uh speaking of mouthfeel and Laodicea, uh I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. Mm. Because you're neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. How did I wind up in your mouth, man? <laughs> Is this all of the coming? Like, what is going on here? All the whole fast need... time coming. <laughs> how did we get to this place? I'm how sure the church we... of Laodicea was like, how did we wind up in the mouth of Jesus? <laughs> like, it feels like a <laughs> jump like... cut, like opens up to the scene, mouth of Jesus. Like, let me tell you how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's like he's tasting each of the churches. Like, I just need a little snack here. Hmm. 
<laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Neither hot nor cold. Yikes. Oh, man. The other church held fast till I came. You guys, come on. What does that mean? Much like come, I am neither hot nor cold. Yes. Um, so I, yeah, for you, for you say, I am rich, I have prospered, I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, wretched pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I counsel you to buy gold for me, refined by fire. Okay, so God is one of those people like hawking gold on yeah, hawking gold. the ads. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only thing. Enough. That'll last. It's gold. You can eat it when your kids are hungry. Yeah. It's a Fox <laughs> News. I can just see all these boomers. Like, society collapsed. No. They just got piles of gold. No like, food. The Bible, the Bible says. The Bible, Bible says, says clearly. To buy gold from the man. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, I guess Jesus wants them to uh, buy gold from him. So they can be rich and have mm-hmm. white garments so that they can clothe themselves. And uh, the shame of their nakedness may not be seen. Got to feel shame in order for that to be the case. Yeah. Anyway, some weird eye shit because Jesus is into that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Those whom I love fucking hate this verse. I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. One of the, one of the worst verses because, you know. It's just in, in Christian and evangelical Christian right now circles. It just means assault your children. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, da, 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 da. I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. I thought we were in your mouth already, Jesus. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And again, the one who conquers, I'll grant him to sit with me on my throne. That's a squishy. It must be a big throne. You can't mm-hmm. get that many people on there, I don't think. As I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. Okay, so this is like this is like family-sized throne here, yeah. I think. Either that or there's like two people who conquer other yeah. than Jesus. Um, yeah. So anyway, those are all of the weird letters to the seven churches. Uh, apparently, the number seven comes up several times in this book, 52 times, according mm-hmm. to one count that I read on the internet. We are sort of ish halfway through. Do you want to take a capitalism break and we can worship some idols and spit some Laodiceans out of our mouths and come back? (laughs) And with that, we're going to take a break. As good a stopping point as any. (laughs) Yep, that sure is. All right, we'll be back. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change. It's a podcast about seeking moral high ground. And it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Thanks, everybody, for taking that capitalism break with us. We will be back to Revelation very shortly. 
But uh, did want to take a quick break to highlight one of our new patrons. Lem is a deacon now in the Second Church of the Drunken Bible. So thanks so much for your patronage. If for whatever reason you want to be a patron, and why wouldn't you? Because uh, you get access to our Discord. You can get a life first. You can get all kinds of great things. And, you know, occasionally hang out with us. Patreon.com slash go home Bible. You can check that out. If you can't, for whatever reason, uh, that's fine. Please share us. Give us a five-star review, etc. Also want to let you know about content warning uh, that is happening in Portland this February 17th and 18th. It's a conference uh, panel discussion, cool thing uh, that we're putting together. Uh, that's basically a fuck you to purity culture, but also a trying to figure out what do we build next and how do we build it with um, not just white folks that experience purity cultures perspectives, but also, you know, getting everyone around the table to be like, how did this thing mess us up and how can we get better? So there are online options as well. If you can't make it to Portland, you can check out all the details at contentwarningevent.com. Hey. Hey, oh. Love it. Love it too. So. Chapter four. Chapter four. We're doing it. The, the chapter four. Chapter four is titled. Um, the chapter heading is the amazing scene in heaven. Oh, I just got the throne in heaven. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with the New English translation today, and I'm finding it to be delightful. Um, the amazing scene in heaven. I mean, it. It. It's amazing in some sort of way. Oh, I guess I'll mm-hmm. give you that. Yeah. So after this, John gets yanked up. Behold. A door standing open in heaven. So Jesus has clearly been here. <laughs> <There's> something, <laughs> something is afoot. And he hears a first voice speaking to me like a trumpet. It says, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. And then again, he's in the spirit, which I thought you were before. Again, like, why are we in mm-hmm. mouths and spirits and all the things? So there's a throne in heaven. And one, it says one seated on the throne. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, person looks a little weird. He has the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian. Carnelian. I never, no, never know how to pronounce that. Uh, John goes on. And around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. I'm like, John, come here, guy. Mm. Sit down. That's not I a f- rainbow. I feel like John was colorblind. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> that rainbow oh, looks just man. like an emerald. No, no, no. Not how colors work, not how rainbows work. Great. Okay. So then uh, there's a big throne and around it are 24 thrones and seated on the 24 thrones are 24 elders. They have golden crowns on their heads. Who are these people? I don't fucking know. Will it tell us? Maybe. Uh, From the throne here, this is this is like heaven sounds like so much fun. From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And before Mm. the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. How many gods are there? You guys like stop. I thought that was the Trinity. Like (laughs) seven's not even divisible by three. Like I (laughs) come on. Seven isn't divisible by three. Uh, Okay. So there's seven spirits of God and 24 elders. And, um, 24 is divisible by three, not by seven, though. And um, let's see, before the throne, there there was, as it were, there was, as it were, that's a fun way to say things, a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. Like, and and to be clear, we just got off of this reply all... (laughs) 
takedown of seven churches. And now it's like, whoop, here we are in heaven. Like they're, the yeah, amazing is, scene. Yeah, Craziness. the amazing scene of the, the eye monsters. Like, and I've seen enough biblically accurate angel renditions to know, like, I don't want this. Like, yeah, no, it sounds it sounds terrible. Why these are not God... even the fuckable angels. Like, no. we're famous <laughs> angel fuckers on this show, but not this. Gross. Not this. Gross. But no. I bet they do have some fun kinks, though. I'm sure they get I, fucked somewhere. I'm sure they do. I Yeah. All those eyes. <laughs> it's bound to be a good time. The first living creature was a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had the face of a man, not a man, just the face. <laughs> just, um, just, just his face. <laughs> and the fourth living creature was like an eagle in flight as opposed to an eagle on the ground. <laughs> Somehow that makes it more disturbing. <laughs> like a hovering eagle. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's just I'm... it's just a face. Yes. It's like fucking Prometheus up in this bitch. So the four living creatures were covered in eyes, covered with wings, and day and night they never cease to say, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come." And I do not want to spend eternity listening to this shit. Like, no, I don't. No offense. Who would find this pleasant forever? <laughs> I, I mean, I've been in worship services where they repeat the song twice, and I'm done. Like, oh, I've been in worship services where they repeat the song for like 45 minutes. Well, so, yeah, I'm like, saying yeah, the second time they repeat the song, hell I'm done. on earth. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is listening to this shit. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. So, yeah, I don't know. This just, again, it just doesn't, it never sounded like a great time to me. The throne room on heaven. It's just like a thunderstorm and monsters and rainbows and- that don't work right. And the creatures are yelling one thing and the elders are yelling another thing. Like it's no. just it sounds like this this is my version of hell. That anyone okay, like any any autistic person, like they would rather die than like deal with this shit. Yeah. Like like <laughs> snuff me out of existence. Oh, thank you. This is what I planned to ask God when I got to heaven. Could you just like I don't want to be here. Thanks. Could I just mm-hmm. stop? If it's if it's this or stop existing, I yeah, thank you. Not I even a question. I'd Not even a done. question. Yeah. So yeah, the twenty four elders fall down before the throne over and over and worship him who lives forever and ever. And it, they don't they don't give up on the like forever and ever like this never quits. Mm-hmm. Worthy are you. Our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created. If if I was in charge of a heaven that lasted forever, I would just tell people once. And then I'd be like, go home. Yeah, just like this heaven <laughs> exists forever. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that now. We don't need to sing it over and over again because we don't we're need to repeat going, it. We will be here forever. Oh God. Just awful. Yeah. Okay. So, so but then they open a scroll. As you do. So then there's a scroll. Yep. And so obviously the angels have to speak in loud voices because it's already loud as fuck in here. Sounds like a freaking rocket being shot you into just space. Just have to yell. It's 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 like it is like being at like the takeoff of like a, a yeah like in Cape yeah. Canaveral or whatever. Like just yeah, chilling. or like standing underneath a seven thirty seven as it's taking off. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, you got. I guess you got to yell because there's a lot going on here, and nobody quits doing what they're doing except yeah. for that one thirty minute break that they get, mm-hmm. uh, which we aren't there yet. So anyway, the angels like, who's worthy to open this scroll and break its seals? 
No one was worthy. So John starts to sob. No one was worthy. He's emotionally invested in this fucking scroll man. Mm hmm. <laughs> Just Which, he really needs again, to know. If you're tripping balls and you can't get something opened, <laughs> it's emotional. Oh, God, that's legit. You ever tried to open like a can of like spin drift or bubbly when you when you're high and you can't can't do it. <laughs> Who is worthy to open this spin drift? <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, my gosh. See, this is like like neither of us are drinking. And this is like the funniest shit I have done yeah. all year. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so one of the elders is like, OK, stop, guy. The lion of the tribe of Judah has conquered so he can open the scroll. Mm -hmm. And so I guess John stops sobbing. <laughs> if, so as then, you would, if some sober <laughs> hero comes and helps you out. Uh, but then he sees a dead lamb that's uh, been slain with seven horns and seven eyes. Again, the seven spirits of God, which were sent out into all the earth. So apparently the lamb gets split into seven pieces, much like Voldemort. And that's, I guess, how God stays alive. Yeah. Uh, and that's not Heaps a lamb, just to be clear. <laughs> that's not a lamb. That's like seven horns and seven eyes. Like, no. Mm, it's an Apache helicopter, Justin. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So uh, this lamb guy takes the scroll and uh, the four living creatures and 24 elders uh, fall on the ground and they're hold now holding harps and golden bowls full of incense, ew, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sing a new song. I'm not going to repeat it because it's a snooze fest. Yeah. Um, so then like Lord of the Rings, we can skip the songs. Right. Um, oh my god the worst the worst part andy circus oh. cannot sing i'm just gonna say that really fast and then i'm moving on <laughs> so john looks around again and he hears around the throne a voice of many angels numbering myriad of myriads whoa and thousands of thousands saying in a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain again don't care and then every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them says to him who sits on the throne, yada, yada, yada. And then the four living creatures say amen. And the elders fall down and worship again because that's how they get off. And I thought they uh, were already on the ground. <laughs> God damn. This like, is like a fucking CrossFit workout here. Yeah, yeah it's like we're just doing burpees <laughs> all doing. throughout eternity. We're up and we're down. Picking up crying dudes off the floor, opening cans of spin drift. It's great. Yeah. Things are going great. We're almost we're almost a third of the way through the book. I promise. <laughs> this is fucking killing me. Okay. I think we could probably speed through much of this because it's just the same thing over and over. Because it's yeah, just they're yeah. opening so it's the, like now we got seven the time seals. The seals. So the seals get opened. First seal. I should emphasize that these are not like baby seals. These are seals on a scroll. You know, we're not we don't opening know that. That's true. We're opening up baby seals. <laughs> That's what this is. Baby seals on a scroll. It's like really big sushi. That's what this is. It's God sized sushi. So here we go. Uh, God there's just the horses. Loves his sushi. Uh, John sees first seal gets popped off. John sees a white horse. With a rider, mm -hmm. with a bow and a crown. Second seal, another horse comes out, bright red. Its I, rider's permitted thing. to take like, peace from the earth. Yeah, yeah, they're taking peace from the earth so that the people would be butchered. One and like 
Why would you diff- do this? How is that any different than now? <laughs> like, yeah. truly, how is that any different from the rest of human history? And, and again, why would you do, why would you open up, like, why would you open up something that you know is going to create this red dude that runs around giving p- people permission to butcher each other? Like, people already have that. We're good, God. Thanks. Yeah, we're you can fine. Leave that one closed. Keep the creature in the seal. <laughs> keep the seal on or, the scroll. Yeah. Uh, and keep okay. the seal intact. Uh, so he opens the third seal. John sees a black horse. Its rider has a pair of scales in its hand. And there's a voice. A disembodied voice saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius, three quarts of barley for a denarius. Do not harm the oil and wine. <laughs> so Thanks I guess for the like tip. the New York Stock Exchange is in the book of Revelation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, what I took from like, it. The commodities market. Yes, exactly. It's like the commodity is like futures. Okay, uh, so the black horse bad guy, cool. Olive oil and wine is hot this year. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if if you're talking about like ancient Rome, like fuck yeah, it is. Uh, I'm just going to take this though as saying that day traders are of Satan. Okay, fourth seal. (laughs) Fourth seal. So John looks and behold, a pale horse. And the writer's name was Death, and Hades followed him. So didn't we start out with like a Death and Hades at the very beginning the, mm-hmm. that Jesus was holding? And now, now he's got his own fucking horse. And I Googled this because I was like, oh, the pale horse is white people. But apparently the pale horse used to be Christ in theology like hundreds of years ago. Also, like pale could also be green because it's like a sickly yeah. color. Yeah, the green horse is my absolute fucking favorite. So it's aliens is what it is. Yes. The yes. aliens are given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill its population with sword, famine, disease, and wild animals. I, I mean, in fairness, we are very, very... People don't understand how close to the verge of destruction we are just by animals. We don't, we don't think about it enough. Yeah. We don't, we don't stand a chance. The animal um, uprising is going to get us. It really could, though. That's the problem. <laughs> so, fifth seal, no more horses. For some reason, just an altar, saw under the altar, the souls of those who'd been slain for the word of God. So, um, there's, and there's a bunch of, like, white evangelicals trying to just climb on it so they can pretend, like, Oh, please slay me, Lord. <laughs> like, just I, act dead. It'll be fine. I have a martyrdom kink. Slay me. Oh, my gosh. So all the all the souls who'd been slain for the word of God are very sad. They start crying and they're like, avenge our blood. Gross. You guys shouldn't be in heaven. Go to hell. And then they're given a white robe and told to take a little nap. So, okay, great. <laughs> Sixth seal, bleh, whatever. Earthquake. The sun disappears. The moon becomes like blood. The stars fall out of the sky onto the earth. Um, again. There are people who take this book literally. Yeah. And the sky vanished like a scroll that is being rolled up. Okay. I -hmm. just, I have questions, John. What is going on here? Mm -hmm. And let's see here. So uh, then everybody from the kings to the slaves hides in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling on the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who is seated on the throne because he is a uh, mass murderer. Yes, um, I, this is I like also Jesus, would want warlord. to hide from God if <laughs> he unleashed a green horse that killed a quarter of the Earth's population. Like, 
sorry, not worthy. Like, I would like to hide in a cave from you. Thank you. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So anyway, Jesus is trying to get his numbers up there with Stalin, I guess. And um, mm-hmm. then we have the 144,000. So we're which, we're not doing too bad. Which again, the 144,000 could be a metaphor for all believers. It could be a metaphor for Jews that became Christians. Or it could be like literally the top amount of Jews that will be saved. Like I don't like any of these. These are all bad. They're all bad <laughs> options. They're all <laughs> they're all bad. pretty anti-Semitic options. They're incredibly anti-Semitic. <laughs> I, I you know, I actually retract, like, because I think a few weeks ago I may have said, like, well, maybe the Bible is not necessarily anti-Semitic, but like it could certainly be taken that way. Revisiting this book, oh, it's is yeah, this is where this is where the real anti-Semitism is made. Yeah. So, you know, like there's now he sees four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds. Like, thanks, oh, I guess. God's um, a flat earther. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The earth is flat. Yeah. yeah. Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Okay. That's weird. How about like, how about let's just prevent him from putting any four seals on our foreheads. That way the earth won't be destroyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, the number of those who marked with the seal were 144,000 from the tribes of Israel. Um, you know the tribes. If you don't, you can read it yourself. Or just sing the song. I will come back to that, but not now. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't recall the song, but anyway. I, after these things, I looked, and here was an enormous crowd that no one could count. I'm sorry, you just counted them. They're 144,000. Um <laughs> John contradicts himself a lot in this yeah. book. Oh, maybe these are different ones. This is a different crowd made up of every tribe and people and language, but the Jews only get 144,000. That seems anti-Semitic too. Standing before the Lord and they're dressed in palm branches in their hands and you know salvation, songs, whatever. And all the angels stood. Uh, are angels, aren't angels all, I didn't imagine them sitting. I've but... never imagined an angel sitting except for that one on the stone that got rolled away. Yeah, that's it. That I only imagine. Otherwise, they f- they stand or fly. They they hover like that freaking eye eagle. Um, <laughs> They're like Barbie dolls, or they can only like hinge at the waist. <laughs> Can't bend their knees. <laughs> then one of the elders asked me, "These dressed in long white robes, who are they? Uh, aren't you supposed to know?" <laughs> So he's I like, said I don't, them, he's like, I just go here. I don't know what's happening. Well, actually, no, see, John actually does it. He says, you know, like, my Lord, you know the answer. Then he said to me, these are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Not how blood works. No. Um, for this no. reason, they are before the throne of God and they serve him day and night in his temple. Okay, so I, I'm not going to take a bloodbath and worship the Lord. Fool me once. Yeah, but he does he does work people like Jeff Bezos, so maybe that's how he got so rich. Famously, yes. <laughs> the ones seated on the throne will shelter them. They will never go hungry or thirsty again, and the sun will not beat down them or any burning heat. Um, <laughs> I've heard that promise before. Um, <laughs> because the lamb in the middle of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to the springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. I mean, that's a banger, I guess. But sure, I mean, it was the, a lamb, lot. the lamb is the shepherd is weird, but okay, lamb, yeah, um, that's feels, there's some Baphomet vibes here, but okay, 
I what I'm getting from this is that we should follow Baphomet. Like Oh god. That's what I get out of this. This is making me think of that video of the like black goat that was standing on its hind legs walking into this building, walking into this like outhouse building and there's this chicken following it and it's kind of like looking around. <laughs> and so somebody put this like really ominous music behind it and it really looks like the goat is about to do something unspeakable to this chicken. It's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> So that's what heaven is like to me now, I guess. Yes, it's it's basically the animal <laughs> farm um, or the island of Dr. Moreau. I don't know. Oh, God. Justin, we did it. We, we didn't did take it. that long. Yeah, I it think. It was long, but it, it wasn't. It was long. It could have been worse. This is better than any sermon you've heard on Revelation. Um, Truly. We, we may not do this again next week. We may wait a few weeks before we dive back into this book. But Fair. we will finish promise we we came to finish <laughs> and i don't know I, don't, I was gonna say we finished to come but that just didn't doesn't make sense um come to finish finish to come yeah okay sure um <laughs> i don't know what that means so I, there's no casting to do there's no anything to do thank you for making it this far pour yourself a drink um <laughs> we don't have to do this again or this, these seven chapters again. We did it, guys. We did we, it. We're a third of the way through. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Dog and, gift. And again, like, I could go through and explain, like, all the 20 interpretations of what these things mean. But I would rather just read it and for the lulls. Because that is, one, an honest meeting. And two, just as fucking valid as any of the other ones. <laughs> because no one knows what this book means. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we've all heard basically every possible interpretation. I do. I think I should ask before we do the next one. I think I should ask chat GPT to summarize the first seven books and see what it comes up with, because that would be really funny. Yeah. And so it just it just continues to get weirder and beastier and dragonier. Mm-hmm. as it goes along but uh yeah i don't know we yeah so it might not be like a back-to-back thing but we at some point in the month of january i'm sure we'll bite off another chunk of this and we will get to chapter 14 which again ends with the 144,000. so yes we're ending on anti-semitism again next week next time yeah i pick a chapter in revelation and that's probably where you're gonna end up Oh my gosh. Behold, I am coming like a thief. (laughs) Okay, what? (laughs) Didn't know that was special, but okay, Jesus. All right. You do you. All right. I have to remember that one. Okay. Oh my gosh. There's not enough porn of people being robbed and then fucking. (laughs) I need that. Pizza delivery, level up. Behold, I'm coming like a thief. All right. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you do this week. Don't read this book. Don't read this book and come like a thief. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see (laughs) you.
1 Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change. It's a podcast about seeking moral high ground. And it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.